0: Hi, my name is Jenny. And my name's still Yuri. Hello and welcome back, Brew Crew. You are listening to the Adam and Eve branch of the Conscious Cup podcast. Thank you for turning up and tuning in to episode 25
1: of 26. We've got a special penultimate show. This week, we're going to delve into, ponder and wonder through how a mystic helped us discover the true nature of our very own human imagination as it creates and shapes life, the universe and everything in between.
0: That's right, we are talking Neville Goddard. We know you've heard us mention him oodles of time and we're going to really give some insights into how he's helped us. Yeah. We hope these discussions give you a confidence that helps you to discover what you can do today and every day to cushion the blows that inevitably come our way.
1: We really do love hearing from you and enjoy your input. So do please send your questions and input and suggestions to the show on Twitter at ConsciousCuppa and via email consciouscupper at gmail.com That's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-U-P-P-A And you can leave a direct message on our anchor.fm webpage.
0: And brew crew, send us your beautiful mugshots shots too. And stay tuned right at the end of the show for your very own African Easter egg. But for now, we invite you to grab a brew, take a pew, sip, sip in, in and um, wake,
1: wake up. up. Jenny, what have we got in our shared cup today? We've got a big, big, big cup. And it's got
0: jasmine tea, but it's not any old jasmine tea.
1: No, it's Turkish jasmine tea. We
0: went for a lovely walk down the Wandor River, which we tend to do. And we came across, all of a sudden in the Watercrest Park, which is along the way, a speciality tea trailer, which mm. is basically a, a coffee van, but it specialises in tea. And the name of it, which I loved most of all, is First of All, not First of All, first of all love it <laughs>
1: mm. and they
0: gave us this wonderful rolled up in a really tight ball we've had something like this before and they gave it to us in a lovely individual tea bag and it's really good yeah it's lovely i'm really enjoying it how about you
1: yes it's wonderful and i do know turkey is really known for good teas and lovely herbs and spices go and check it out
0: and i am munching away on a brownie as well. Tell us about the brownie.
1: So this brownie is made by a little company called Cherry Chops.
0: Cherry Chops. Yeah,
1: my daughter and her her friend from college run that. And they make speciality cakes for all your dietary requirements. So that's a win-win for me who doesn't eat dairy or gluten. Wow,
0: it's really delicious. So we're enjoying speciality tea and speciality brownies. For our chops. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you've got something wonderful brewed in your cup, in your
1: flask, in your glass. Cheers. So here's what we're doing. Rather than a TED Talks, Jenny and I are sitting up in bed, keeping the flavour of the show all chilled and relaxed. It's Mm. a bed talk. It's a bed talk.
0: Not a TED Talk. (laughs) We usually take a question from the public as we take a magic minute trip in the lift of life. But this week we're going to talk about a particular subject, the mystic path. What did we know about the mystic path as children? Mm. After that, we will send it through the de Gobbledygook machine and see what's been learned since we got muddled up way back when.
1: Then we'll put 10 minutes on the clock and share those new insights that we've had since then. Finally, we'll join these all up like we usually do from the new perspective of Law of Attraction.
0: Which is everything, essentially, that Neville. He was there before The Secret and all of that. Oh, yeah. So we're going to see what we discovered from him that has helped us in our daily lives. Yeah. Our favourite tricks, tips and techniques. Yeah. Nice one. It's time for Magic Minute. Let's call the lift of life and see what we can say about everything we were taught as a kid about mysticism. Mm. The Christian version
1: of the very spiritual path. Okay, let's roll the dice and see who descends and ascends first.
0: Both got a 2 We're
1: going up and down together today. It was destiny. It was destiny. Okay, so Jenny, do you have a joke for us? I'm scared to ask. I'm really stupid. I always to ask. have a joke. Well, I know.
0: Mostly I have a joke. Well, mostly
1: it's funny. Well, let's see.
0: <laughs> there was a mystical teacher, okay, and his student, another one. The teacher said to the student, "You must always return to feeling that harmony with the source of life." And the student kind of frowned and said, "But last week you told me that inspiration comes in bursts as you're meditating on a koan of a, a, a poem." And the teacher said, that was zen. This is down. <laughs> you like that? I do. Good. I really like that. Here's the lift. So I'm going to put a minute on the no, clock. No, two minutes, because oh. we're going
1: up and down together.
0: Okay. So I'm going to put two minutes on the clock, and let's talk about everything we knew about mysticism when we were children.
1: So my mum liked a bit of mysticism. uh uh-huh. um, Definitely. She definitely was interested in the universe and how the universe worked. She worked in a department in a university that dealt with particles and pro neurons and all sorts of um galactic matter. <laughs> so um and she got really into spirals oh. and the idea of light. So she she shared that with me, and I was a bit like Brownie and a bit teenagery, and it's like yeah Ugh, whatever mum you're up. just like oh <laughs> you're so annoying and she was rather annoying anyway she was a bit of a hippie she talked a lot about stuff but I guess every every parent does that to a kid but my my mum seemed to be talking about stuff that no you couldn't repeat to your mates you know yeah. you're just like yeah. your mates would be like yeah
0: way out there.
1: yes it seemed way out there
0: So that's interesting because you've often said you didn't go to church. No. And that's the side of the other side that Mm -hmm. you got. Whereas I went to church not every week or anything, but often enough to take on all of these stories. And so my only kind of venture into mysticism was with Star Wars.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Return of the
0: Jedi. It had Yoda. Mm. So he's this mystical teacher and he's like, he's the one, of course, he's a, a cutie, Like just in, like in The Mandalorian, you've got mm. baby Yoda. Everybody loves Yoda and his stupid way of talking. Yeah. But the Force, which was the equivalent of understanding how the universe works, that side of things really, it really hit me.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. And because we know now that Star Wars was based on a lot of old myths and legends... They were a really good path into that for mm. a lot of people who were atheists, agnostics, didn't understand anything or did like um go to church and so on but this story it had the right ingredients to get us
1: all. Yeah, I'm sure if my mum was in that era mm. not she was alive then but she it wasn't quite her era yeah, to be watching Yeah, it seems like a kid like, film. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure that would have been her her in To mysticism, for sure.
0: Let's put 10 minutes on the clock this time. And what we're going to do is introduce you properly to our teacher, essentially, Neville Goddard. Start the clock. So Neville Goddard, Neville Lancelot Goddard, hails from the island of Barbados. And he was born in 1905. So this is well over 100 years ago, which is one way of thinking, well, that's totally out of my timeline and it's got nothing to do with Yeah, that with was
1: five years before my grant.
0: Wow. So he was one of 10 kids and he went off to New York when he was 17. So he left home the same age as we left home. Mm. That's interesting, of course. And he met this guy, an Ethiopian Jew named Abe. And that person taught him all about the law. In other words, Law of Attraction, Law of Liberty, Law of Assumption, Law of Reversibility, taught in Hebrew and Greek as well. Mm. And they lived through the Depression, which is back in the 1920s, so a century ago. And it was during that time in, in his 20s that he had his first huge mystical experience, a vision, in other words, where he was lifted up and sung and praised while you're sleeping, I guess. So it's a dream, but it's bigger than a dream as it were and when he came back from that just like when you wake up in the morning you've had an amazing dream he realized that he was there was something more going on inside of him than just learning Hebrew and learning what the Bible passages mean from his friend Abe Mm. 30 years later and here's the really mystical stuff that's coming he experienced himself as God And his message has been throughout this time that we're all God, which is what we've been saying at the beginning of the podcast. We are all God. We are all one. We are all consciousness dreaming this physical world into reality. But very specifically, this experience he had 30 years after in 1959, it was an experience to show that what was written in the Bible is definitely not history. It's a personal spiritual experience that was recorded by people who had a similar experience. And according to Neville Goddard, we will all, at some point, have this experience of realising, knowing, not just hoping and believing we're God, absolutely knowing that we're all God and that we have a son. And that son is humanity, David in the Bible. Mm. That's incredible reach that to believe that. But I'm convinced by what he says.
1: As you get into the teachings of Neville Goddard, you can appreciate it from a very human perspective because you know he doesn't just one day decide to start believing. No, this is this is, this is a, a journey.
0: He j- got dragged along to his first meeting by a friend and <laughs> who he didn't trust, but went. And then when he arrived, Abe, this man who become his teacher, said, "You're late. <laughs> you're late. The brothers told me you were coming, and you're late."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's just,
0: it's just like he's like who are you
1: yeah <laughs> so jenny how did you come across neville goddard
0: i was in a really down place this is some time ago now but i was in a really down place i, I kind of lost everything you had and kind of you had i had i had it was all gone my health my wealth my career everything yeah basically. you were on your knees i was i was yeah i was at death store at some points like a hurricane had gone through my life i was inspired to go to a bookshop. I may have told this story before. I was inspired to go to a bookshop called Watkins in Covent Garden. And I sat down and I knew that something was going to find me in that bookshop. It was a Neville Goddard book called The Power of Awareness. I saw that he was from Barbados. I saw that he was from a time 100 years ago. And so I was willing to trust it because it wasn't something modern and just jumping onto the bandwagon. Although there were a lot of people in his time that were just jumping on the bandwagon of what was called at the time New Thought, although Neville Goddard would never call himself a New Thought teacher. Yeah. So I picked up that book and I started reading it and I thought, wow, I love this. I hadn't got much money at the time. I had enough to buy that book. And Mm. I'm so glad that I did because it
1: really answered so many of my questions. I'm so glad you did because you introduced me a while later. I found the language and the concepts really, really, I mean, really difficult. I was in a new place in my life. I was starting again in so many aspects. I'd really made lots of decisions about my life where I wanted a new life. Yeah. The one saying that really stood out to me, is there anything you can see in your world that wasn't first imagined? And I looked out of my sitting room window and just looked down the road it was like I could see all history. Yeah. All of a sudden I could see the Romans making the road. I could see I could see people planting trees. I could see people building houses. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh. I'll never forget that moment because that was the moment where I said to myself, I, I'm I'm going to accept this. I'm going to accept this. And even though it was hard to understand before I'd had that moment something opened up and I, there's a saying, the cracked are blessed for they let out the light. And I feel like that's what happened. I cracked. This light that resides in all of us, this wisdom, this knowledge, this knowing began to emerge. Neville's main message is imagining creates reality.
0: If you yes. had to boil everything down, it would be that. Imagining creates reality. What I liked about his message was he there was no kind of blame and shame about anything in his message. There was no kind of you better or else. Mm. There was just a welcoming invitation to test it and see. Mm. Can you imagine something? Can you be brave enough and take the risk of ridicule even to imagine something that you really want because we all really want something. Can you imagine that you are already that? And he, he has this very consistent approach, which we will talk about in the last five minutes, as to how to assume the things that you want, need to have or to be. And I just love the way he was consistent, even before he experienced himself as God. And he was only talking about the law rather than the promise that is made to every one of us. When did the, the promise happen? It didn't suddenly change and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I need to go back and rub that out." No, it just upgraded everything. Yeah, and I would just say, just go out and get one of his books. In particular, I found for one pound forty nine on Kindle a collection. It's called a collected works, and it's a collection of my favorite books, which are the Five Lessons, Your Faith Is Your Fortune, and about eight other books are mm. in there for one pound forty nine. That's a really good bargain you will not be sorry for that but of course YouTube yes full full of Neville lectures
1: yeah and there's real which is amazing I this is my go-to I'm always looking things up on realneville.com because they've got a search bar basically yeah so that you can search for words yes. and this 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 is <laughs> been integral to this show basically this is how yeah. I do a lot of my investigation Me too. What I want to say about my experience of reading Neville, even though it was very hard, and as I said, I had to be cracked open and like a flower, I began to open and and unfold and understand what Neville was talking about. He is the only person that I've ever read where I haven't said, "Mm, hmm, that doesn't quite stand true. Yeah, Everything that he has said, even if I couldn't quite grasp it at the time, I kind of put it down, yeah. and later on, I'm like, oh... Because it's not that it didn't stand true, it's just that I didn't have the comprehension, the ability to understand at the time what, what it quite meant. I knew I could feel the truth in it. And I'm a very feeling person, Jenny will tell you. That's kind of how I live my life, through feelings. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And he has this wonderful approach of just... It's all about love. It's mm. all about changing everything to changing everything to a more lovely state. Yeah. There's no kind of guilt or, you know, you should feel bad because you've done something wrong. Just change it. Don't carry on with what you don't want. Just change it. And no judgment. Mm. He never, ever judges anybody in terms of this is what you want as long as it's the golden rule. If you want it, if I would want it, have it. If you want money have it. If you want fame, have it. No judgment. But exercise your imagination because imagination is Jesus. Mm. So you've got to wake him up out of the boat. The desire came to you to wake up Jesus. Yeah. So take it. Go with it. Run with it. Let people say it's impossible. He won't be. That young woman who won the US Open, 18-year-old.
1: Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. So. And you don't, you don't, no, it's possible until it's done. So you you have to really just give yourself to it, especially those things that have never been done before.
0: Okay, we've got five minutes ready on the clock now. So let's talk about the things that Neville has taught us that we use on a regular basis.
1: So I'm, I'm going to start it off by just saying that when you're imagining, I, I write a lot of this down in the mornings because I do something called the morning pages. And whenever I think it's I am and I have, it's got to be a first person, present tense. And
0: yet I often write things slightly in the past because one of the methods that Neville talks about is when you are imagining that you have the thing or you are the person that you want to be. He says to just go slightly after the event, which is in a way to say that it's just happened. Mm. So I talk about it. I talk about it with a past tense as if I am the person, but I've just achieved the thing that I wanted to do. Can you give us an example? So say you wanted a job. You're imagining yourself as the person in the job. Mm. Now, you want the experience of getting the job. Mm. So what you do is you imagine that you've just got the job. You've just done the handshake. You've just signed the contract. You've just arrived at your desk or wherever you're going to work. So rather than you're going to it, you're there and it's the event of getting it has just happened.
1: So it's almost like you're either there shaking, shaking the person's hand. And if I was describing this, I'd be saying, oh, I'm so thankful. Thank you for this job. This is amazing. I'm so pleased to be working with you. Yeah, because this is wonderful.
0: Because the confirmation that the handshake is the confirmation that you've got the job. Mm. So in a sense, it is a way of saying it's just happened. Another one that you like is I remember when.
1: Oh, I love it. This is the interrupter. Uh-huh. This is the great interrupter. Uh-huh. So anytime time that I come across, come up against, feel something that I don't want, yeah, which unfortunately does happen, yeah, it's about just putting that in the past straight away. So you're no longer in it, it's past. So I'll write or I'll feel or I'll affirm I remember when. I remember when I couldn't find my shoes.
0: I remember when I was unemployed. I remember when I was ill. I remember when. And this implies that you now have a job. Yes. I remember when I went on that holiday. Or rather, I remember when I couldn't afford to go on holiday. It implies you can now afford to go on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Another technique that I like is he talks about sitting in his chair. I've got this wonderful chair that I sit in where you close your senses down and you go into your imagination and you are the person that you want to be. You have the thing that you want to be. And the technique is to just take a 10-second bit. And what I like to do is pretend, in a sense, that I'm a movie director and I'm doing this scene over and over again, take one, take two. Even if you have to get to take 26, because the mind likes to wander off. It will go off and it will do all these other things and you have to bring it back to the scene and do another take until... It feels absolutely real and absolutely
1: natural. Absolutely. And this is all about what you do want. One of the tips I want to say and give you is something that I use. And that is to use this just before you're going to sleep. Because this is a really good receptive state to do it in instead of counting sheep. And do it first thing in the morning to set up your day. I think it's to to get you into a receptive state because you're in a very receptive Because your state. conscious mind,
0: yes, yeah. exactly, is a little bit sl- uh, slower, yeah. turned down. It's not going to argue with you so much.
1: Yeah. So, Jenny, you have um, some questions that we ask ourselves and the audience can ask themselves.
0: We've talked about this before. It's the holy grail question. Like you say, whenever there's kind of like doubts going on, or you're just approaching the the place where you are going to go into imagination. The question to ask yourself, the holy grail question, what would it be like if I was now the person I wanted to be? Bit of past, present and future in there. What would it be like if I was now the person I wanted to be? So look, there's over 200 lectures. He was lecturing basically the whole time.
1: He even made a record, didn't he? He made
0: a record. He went on TV. He wrote lots of books, of course. He travelled the world. Mm. He was on it. He was really on it. He was doing the, doing the thing. And I'm so glad that I came across him.
1: Me too. Changed now,
0: my life. Changed my life too.
1: So do we want to share one thing that we've experienced, a really profound experience of Well, change? we've
0: kind of run out of time. So I would just say there have been at least... 10 big what I needed, what I wanted moments that these techniques have helped me with, helped me understand. And I've just installed an art project in Tootin Broadway Market that is the culmination of a dream that I had seven years ago.
1: I, I'm, I, I absolutely concur, Jenny. Yes, this has, been, this has been a profound journey since I met Neville. I've become a life coach, I got the job of my dreams, practising as a dyslexia tutor, been away abroad, coaching, travelled the world. I found the love of my life. It's been amazing. The special
0: person thing is a big one on the Neville Goddard Reddit page. It's a big one. And I have to say, you were my first big success (laughs) because I really wanted to be with somebody that I really wanted to be with. And then you popped into my life about five months later. Not even that. And I was like, wow, I had no idea it was you
1: and it was you. Yes, I did. Yeah. How lovely. Yeah,
0: thank you for. Doing.
1: And that's it for this episode.
0: That's it for the penultimate episode. We will see you in the next and final show of our season two Adam and Eve podcast. Always been good so far, so good.
1: Thank you so much for listening and learning along with us. Send us your beautiful mug shots and your questions. We'll be on Twitter at ConsciousCuppa. And you can contact us via email, ConsciousCuppa at gmail.com. we really love to hear from you. This has been a really swell Turkish Jasmine <laughs> cuppa. It's been a slurping
0: good, opening slowly flower kind of time.
1: (laughs) And this has been the perfect brew to wake up to.
0: Wake up.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Hey, Brew Crew! Thanks for waiting right till the very end of the show for your very own African Easter egg. Yui,
1: it's my turn. Oh, I've got a yellow one. I've got my eye on a yellow one. I like this one. When two elephants fight, it is the grass that suffers. That's from Nigeria. (laughs) I like that. I like that. (laughs) See you next time. See you next time.